Ladies and gentlemen, I am so proud to announce that baseball in London was a success. American Revolution 2. Take that, England. Enjoy our sports. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Of course, the Yankees pummeled the Boston Red Sox today in London, England. We'll talk all about Major League Baseball, the All-Star Game, what to expect for the rest of the season, and of course, oh, of course we gotta talk about the NBA because it is amazing. All the crazy free agency stuff that's been going down this week, today, tomorrow, and for the next couple weeks until players can sign. So stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports start now. And welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. Now, no, you do not need to adjust your television, YouTube, or earphone sets. It is a Saturday, and I'm giving you the news on a Saturday. Why? Well, Sunday's a little jam-packed this weekend, so I figured I'd do it now. I had some free time, and of course, a lot of NBA crazy action going on. So, you get to enjoy my lovely, beautiful, sultry... Is it sultry? I don't know. My lovely, beautiful voice on a Saturday. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, first, welcome, enjoy our set. Isn't it beautiful? Um, Our goal here is to provide you with all the news and information on all the sports and events going on in the sports world. uh, American sports, that is, for you London viewers. Um, And and we want to give you some insight onto what's going to happen over the next week. So, if you like what you hear, find us on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. Just type in your search bar. Sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. That's me. Again, Sports 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 with Nick Drago. You can also email me at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I promise I'll read it eventually. No, I'm just kidding. Email me. I love hearing from my fans. You can even recommend things for me to talk about on the program. Again, that's sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Now, how's your weekend going? Mine's okay. It's like 90-something degrees here in Philly, and I'm literally sweltering. We just had a thunderstorm. That didn't seem to help. I'm actually going to, you know, I'm, I'm it's kind of going on right now, so I'm sure that thunder is going to be lovely to hear as we go through the program today, uh, and maybe it'll break things up a bit? Probably not. All right, where should we start? Let's talk baseball, all right? Let's get into the standings. We're uh, about halfway through the season. Now, there's no point in me going over some of the games this weekend because a lot of them haven't finished just yet. We do know the Yankees uh, pummeled the Boston Red Sox. Oh, and it was beautiful. So beautiful. Thank you, Aaron Judge and Aaron Hicks. First Major League home run in Europe ever. All right, why don't we take a look at those standings? All, all right, right, let's, let's talk, talk all about the MLB standings. Okay? okay? Does that, Does that sound, sound good to you? Because I think that, that sounds good, good to me. me. 
Uh, first central division, you got the Twins who are number one right now. Number one. Number one right now. They're crushing home runs. They're crushing competition. And quite frankly, they play in a pretty weak division. Now, the Indians have been on a roll lately. They really have. They're 7 3 in the last 10. Um, they're really trying to push themselves up. I think two weeks ago, they had a losing record. But when you're comparing it to the Twins, it's just they're, they're doing really well. That's, that, that's, that's just it. They're eight games ahead. You know, the next closest team is the White Sox. We're losing, and then you got the Royals and Tigers. So, I fully see the Twins, unless there's some epic collapse, I see the Twins uh, continuing the streak they're on. But don't count those Indians out yet. Moving to the East, you know, this is my favorite division because I love the Yankees, who are crushing it right now. 9-1 in their last 10, 3-8 winning streak. Uh, there are seven games up in the race who are in one of those wild card slots along with the Rangers. We'll get to them in a second. Uh, and then you got the Red Sox who are really trying to push that ceiling. They're technically two games behind the wild card, but uh, they have to make up a whole lot of wins if they want to catch up to New York. Uh, and then you got the Blue Jays, who for a while the Blue Jays are looking like they could uh, make some noise, but them and the Orioles, the two of them are just, they're starting to fall off the ladder. Uh, and the Rays, Rays 3-7 in their last 10, they haven't looked too great as of late. Uh, they may end up falling back behind the Red Sox, but for now, they are your top wildcard contender. Well, technically they're tied, actually, with the Rangers. Um, for that, that number one slot. The Rangers, by the way, they're on a six-game winning streak. Way to go, Rangers! Um, they're another one of those teams that just went on this huge hot streak throughout the month of May and June, and now suddenly they are they're looking like a contender. Um, they're still four and a half games behind the, um, the Astros, who, quite frankly, have not looked good ever since they played the Yankees. They got swept, and then... You know, they've been sort of on and off since then. But the Strohs, um, they're losing their grip on this division. The Rangers are not only pushing to keep this wild card slot, but they're pushing for the division as well. You have the Athletics as well. The the A's are they're two and a half games back for the wild card. They're certainly contending 7-3 in their last 10. Um, but much less of a chance here. Although, really, with the Western Division, it could go either way. Anyway, really, because then you have the Angels right below them. They're only four and a half back from the wild card. Um, and then you have the Mariners in, you know, dead last. Uh, all right, let's take a look at our friends in the National League. If you're going into the Central, as usual, the last few years, you've had this just logjam Central Division, Cubs, Brewers, and Cardinals, right? The Cubbies, they are still number one. Uh, they've taken it from the Brewers, but, uh, you know, they're only a game ahead. Brewers can at any point... If they, if they want to stop losing, they're seven and three in their last ten. If they want to contend again, they got to start winning again, right? It's kind of necessary. Um, and then you end up with the uh, the Cardinals, who are forty four. They're at five hundred. They're really only three games back though in this division. And the Pirates are four games back. And the Reds are five and a half games back. I mean, realistically, any one of these teams can be competitive. Um, so Central, I gotta say, is probably the craziest division right now, and most likely the hardest to predict. I'm thinking the Brewers here, um, just because they, they have the the pedigree, they have the, the those dynamic players. I mean, I I feel like the Brewers are the team, um, but you know the Cubbies, the Cubs also have a very good squad as well. Cardinals, Pirates, and Reds, they're good. They have some team. Any one of them might snatch a wild card spot. 
but, but the three of them I, I just don't see as winning the Central. It would be huge if the Reds could come up and win the Central Division. I would be absolutely phenomenal for the Reds, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, moving over to the East. Eastern Division. The Braves. The Braves were... Uh, they were your top team a couple of weeks ago, but man, they have pushed themselves this month. They're five and a half now over the Phillies, who have looked. Oh boy. Well, they looked pretty dreadful until this, uh, this recent series with the Mets. They, their new thing now is they have a bamboo plant in the clubhouse, and they're saying that's what's giving them strength against New York. The Mets, meanwhile, are a mess, losing their last six games, two and eight in their last ten, and they've fallen well below 500 at this point. Uh, the Nationals are surprisingly close. They're only game and a half out of the wild card. They're only seven games behind in the uh, in the division. So there is a chance that the Nationals come back as well. If the Phillies continue what they're doing right now, it's very likely that the, uh, the Nats, who have won four straight, they're won eight of their last ten games. It's very possible that the Nationals could be that wild card team. Um, and how crazy would that be for Bryce Harper if he ends up losing the division to the Nationals? But, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. And then when we go over to the West, of course, the Dodgers are still on top. Um, I apologize. There's some crazy thunder or lightning going on out there. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Sorry. Dodgers are on top. They are 12 games ahead of the Rockies. Now, the Rockies, they're also tied for a wild card slot, right? They're 43 and 39. The Phillies are 43 and 39. And the Brewers are 43 and 39. So there's a team in each division pushing for that wild card. And only two of them can make it in. Um, this is where the real logjam is. I, I have no doubt that the Dodgers are going to win this division again. Dodgers very well have a great shot at getting back to the World Series again. Will they win? Well, who knows? They tend to choke when it comes up big. Regardless, you have the Rockies, the Padres, the Diamondbacks, the Nationals, the Phillies, the Brewers, the Cardinals, and the Pirates all within three games that last wild card spot. So there's going to be some disappointing teams come October. National League is just, and it's been like this the last few years. The American League doesn't seem to really be that wide open. The National League is, and it's scary. So, um, hey man, it's, it's going to be an exciting uh, summer. I think by the end of August we'll get a real tell on who's going to win these divisions. But for now, it's, it's really a toss-up. It's still so early in the season. And before we uh, finish up our baseball segment, I definitely got to talk about the All-Star game. A um, lot of uh, a lot of really great All-Stars made it as starters. They announced the starters earlier this week. So, um, hey, let's just go through it. Let's do it right now. Right here, right now. All right, so, so we're, we're going to talk about, about the uh, we're talking about this All Star game things. The rosters were announced this week. So what you see for our YouTube friends watching our YouTube channel um, is uh, the National League roster. We're going to run through these names here: Wilson Contreras for the Cubs. This is the second year in a row being voted in as a starter, and he's having a career season: three hundred batting average, three ninety five on base. You know, his slugging is 586. He's just, he's just having some personal bests here. 17 home runs. 
Um, so I, I think uh, I think Contreras is definitely going to make the Cubs proud in this All-Star game. For first base, you got Freddie Freeman. Of course, this is the second straight season, although he uh, he was batting cleanup last year. Um, I, I think this is his third appearance overall, and really he was the closest one. Any other player getting into this All-Star game, Freddie Freeman was the closest. Um, Josh Bell came pretty darn close, and honestly, Josh Bell, who's having a phenomenal season, I feel like he should have been given the call for the starter. But you know, it's a popularity contest, and that's just that's just how it goes. At second base, you got Kettle Marte for the Diamondbacks, and first ever time in All Star. So congratulations, my man. He's got 20 home runs this year. Uh, for hit, including a 482-foot blast that was on May 28th, and that's the longest for any Diamondback player, I think, since 2015. Um, and really, he has 20 home runs this year. He's never come anywhere close to that. I think he's really doubled his home run totals in his entire career. Um, he's 25 years old. He's got a long career ahead of him. So um, I'm happy for him. I, I hope we get to see some of his flashy clothes out there. You know, Marte likes to dress up a little bit. So maybe we'll see something funny from him. Or fun. Maybe just fun. Nolan Marinado for the Rockies. I mean, this is a no-brainer. He is such a, a monster player for Colorado. Third straight all-star game. And I think he's the, the first National League third baseman to do this since Scott Rowland. Right? He had the, the highest, um, most votes than anybody else. I think he had 51, over 51% of the vote, votes for third baseman. And really, he's been unbelievable. 317 batting average, 350, 953 on base percentage, 13 home runs. Gotta love this guy. You gotta love Arenado. Christian Yelich, I mean, is this really a surprise either? Um, he's getting the call. Did I skip shortstop? I totally skipped shortstop. I'm sorry. How about your bias? How about your bias? Second All-Star game, second straight season. This time he's at third base, though. Uh, I'm sorry. He was at second base last season. This year he's at shortstop. He's had 19 home runs. Um, the guy was an MVP runner-up last year. He's, uh, he's having a good season, too. He really deserved it. Uh, sorry. Now we can go talk about Christian Yelich, who is... Um, well, he's probably one of the best players in the game. He has, um, sorry, he has 29 home runs this year. He's on pace to hit 60 home runs this season. You know, a lot of guys come close to that every year. There's always somebody they think could break that 60 mark, but it's it's been a long time, and most of those guys end up fizzling out. Either way, slugging percentage at 719. 200 total bases, and he leads the National League in steals. Cody Bellinger, of course, the uh, 2017 NL Rookie of the Year. He's also having an MVP caliber season. Um, as of uh, back in May, I mean, the guy was hitting four, over 400. He's at 354 right now, still really good. He's got 26 home runs. His on-base percentage, best in baseball, is 1.163. This is the second time. As an all-star, and Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, he had a rookie of the year performance last year. This is his first time at the All-Star game. Um, so really, really cool. He's actually the uh, he's the youngest in the outfield. Yelich is 27, Bellinger 23. Acuna is only 21 years old, and uh, I think he's the first player to start an All-Star game at 21 or younger since Mike Trout and Bryce Harper did it 
2013. And then, of course, uh, you have your, uh, your DH, Hunter Pence, for the Rangers. Wait a second, why is he listed with the National League teams? Is he playing for both sides? Uh, we're just going to ignore that. I mean, we'll talk about Hunter Pence when we get to the American League, but I'm not going to talk about him now. He doesn't belong in the National League conversation. No, 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 he does not. Now, we do have some phenomenal players. Oops, I apologize there. Um, for the YouTube channel, watchers saw a flash on my screen. Why don't I have to explain this to you? You're watching it! All right. Uh, for the American League, Gary Sanchez the Kraken. This is his first start in an All-Star game, second All-Star game. He has uh, 23 home runs. That's one behind his teammate, and Edwin Encarnacion, who will not be representing um, as the starter. Uh, but he is he's really having a phenomenal season. He's probably the scariest hard-hitting catcher in baseball right now, which is great. Um Definitely, definitely one of the most consistent Yankees this season, and so many people were uh, unstable. Sorry, I'm cracking my neck here a little bit. Let's talk about Carlos Santana. Santana, believe it or not, has never been an All-Star. Ten years in the league, he's never made it to the All-Star game. All right, that's 100, uh, not 100, that's 1,356 games, fifth most for any active player with no All-Star selections. Why they have that stat, I have no idea. But he'll be the first Indians first baseman to start in 20 years. That first baseman, by the way, was Jim Thorne, in case you were curious. This season, he's got a career high, 9.51 on base percentage, 18 home runs. And man, in the Cleveland market, this guy got 93% of the vote. Way to get it done, Cleveland. Earn those beer fridges. All right, uh, DJ LeMayu. This guy... This is actually the second time in the All-Star game, second start in the All-Star game. He was an All-Star in 2017. And, you know, the Rockies are probably kicking themselves right now for, for letting him go. Now, i got to say, fans in Colorado love this guy. 66% of all AL uh, votes uh, for a second baseman went to him. It's the main reason he'd be out of Altuve in Colorado. I mean, in Colorado, it's 66% of the second baseman votes. People there love this guy. And, and I don't blame him. He's always been a, a great... A great player. Um, he's he could become. He has a good chance to become the first uh, player in modern era to win a batting title in both leagues. Has not been done. Uh, he took out the NL batting crown in 2016. Uh, so way to go, LeMay. You could work uh, making yourself the All Star game. Alex Bregman for the Astros. That was, this is his second time there. Uh, he was actually the MVP of the All Star game last year. Um, and I think he, he because he, he had the tie-breaking home run in the tenth inning, right? They got eight, they won eight to six in the American League. Uh, this is his first time starting, um, and, and really uh, he's had a lot of success this season. Altuve, Springer, Carlos Correa—they've all been injured this season. So Bregman's been the real rock in their lineup. Twenty-two home runs. Uh, that's the most among third third baseman, and really just two off from the AL lead. Um, he's also walked 59 times and has only 46 strikeouts. That's not a lot. So good work, Alex Bregman. All right, moving on, moving on, moving on. Jorge, whoa, sorry. Jorge Polanco for the Twins. It's his, it's his first All-Star game ever. 
Um, he's been he's been a real uh, real cornerstone for the Twins this year. He's batting 321, 11 home runs. Um, and I think he's he's actually the first Twins player to start an All Star game since Joe Mauer did it in 2013. Minnesota really loves this guy. He got a ton of votes, 93 percent in his market for the outfield. Is it any surprise that Mike Trout made it here? Seventh All-Star game. Um, I, I think this is the seventh year in a row. It's the longest active streak in baseball. And it's a record for any Angels player ever. Uh, and, and I think it's, he has eight, eight All-Stars overall. This is the seventh year in a row. Eight overall. Yeah, that's right. Um, listen, we're talking about an MVP guy. Uh, you know, there's no doubt in my mind he belongs in this game. No doubt about it. George Springer is the second uh, start in the All-Star game, third consecutive game. Um, he did not start last season, but he did two years ago. Um, he's had 18 home runs this year. He's only played in 51 games. So 18 home runs in that short span, that's pretty darn good. Um, and I think he's... I think he's been he has more leadoff home runs actually than any other player in the league at twenty-nine. And he's uh he's been in the leadoff for the Astros, I think, since twenty sixteen. Uh, Mike Bradley. Mike Bradley, three time all star over ten seasons. This is his first time he will be starting. Woo! A lot of thunder out there, I'm not sure if you can hear it, folks. But it is loud, it is proud. Bradley just barely beat out the judge. It was less than thirty-six thousand votes. Uh, New York fans obviously are not happy about that, but to be honest, Judge did not belong in the All-Star game. The guy has barely played this season as much as I love the Yankees and Aaron Judge, 99, the, uh, you know, I love it. I love the guy. However, Michael Brantley definitely deserved this start. Uh, and now I suppose we can talk about Hunter Pence. Uh, he was actually on the uh, disabled list as of June 17th, so we're hoping he's back soon. Really uh, didn't hit so well last season. Thirty-six years old, but he's having a uh, he's having a comeback year. You know, I think he's a good good slot for uh, for the designated hitter. You know, JD Martinez, Nelson Cruz. Yeah, there's no DH for the National League. Um, I'm not sure what uh, what the plan is there. If they're having a pitcher bat or or what the deal is. Either way, designated hitter Hunter Pence. Way to go. Welcome back, my man. Um, so, yeah, those are those are your players for the American League, National League All-Star Game. If you disagree with anyone, please contact us. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I want to hear all about your anger towards who did and did not make it into the all-Star Game. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a commercial break, but when we return, we got to talk about the NBA offseason. You know I love talking about the NBA offseason. It's so much better than the NBA regular season and the NBA postseason. The NBA offseason is the season to be. Uh, a lot of drama and whatnot going on this week. So stick with us, friends. Sports, sports, sports. We'll be right back. Get your snacks. Get your cuddly friend. I got my dog. She's, well, she was just here. I'll get her. I'll find her. We'll bring her back after the commercial break. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! 
Hello friends, I'm Nick Drago with the Sports 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 Podcast. Do you have an amazing product you're trying to sell? Well, let me tell you exactly where to shove it. Up your butt! I'm just kidding. No, what you should really be doing is trying to peddle it on my podcast. That's right, we're offering free ad space for anybody interested in selling their amazingly amazing products. All you have to do is email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com, so we can figure out exactly how to get your message out there and on the air. So once again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Shoot me an email, and I'll be waiting patiently by my computer. And you can all see, oh, Catalina, stay away from there. This is my dog, Cat, for those of you watching our YouTube channel. Isn't she cute? Please don't get caught on that wire, Cat. Oh, oh, you're getting caught on the wire. There we go. That's much better. All right, get on out of here. See, I told you I'd find her. Whew. All right. So, uh, listen, as I always say, the NBA offseason is the most exciting part of the season. Why? All the drama, man. Who's going to play with who? Who hates who? You know, what's going on with Magic Johnson and the Lakers bunch? Oh, wait, he doesn't work there anymore. Never mind. Anyway, um, lots of free agency news. So I really, I just want to break down every single player and all the latest drama that's been going on. Not every single player, but all the big-name free agents where we think they're going to play, um, starting with somebody very special. Now, now I want to start, start by, of course, talking, talking about the one NBA player you're all probably dying to hear about, Nikola Mirovic, who, uh, by the way, made his his decision to sign with Barcelona in the EuroLeague. I'm just kidding. Obviously, nobody really cares about this gentleman anymore. No, the real, the real person we want to talk about is Kemba Walker, who made his decision to sign with the Boston Celtics. So all this stuff that went on this season did not deter Kemba. And you know what? I think this is a good move all around. You know, he's the type of guy who can lead a team. He's been with a losing team in Charlotte for so long. Um, and, you know, he, he played for uh, played for UConn. He knows New England. He knows the fans. I think this is a match made in history. A match made in heaven. And this is Matt made something, but Kemba Walker to the Celtics? Yeah, that's a good move. He's going to sign a max contract to join Bean Town. And now talking about some of the stars that uh, we have no idea what they're going to play. Kevin Durant is one of them. Now, the rumors circling the last year, or at least the last six months, is that Durant and KD are going to team up somewhere. Oh my god. Kirk Durant and KD. Sorry, I have the hiccups and I'm correcting myself. This is a mess. Okay. Apparently, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have wanted to pair together. But more recently, it almost seems like Durant wants to pair up with Kawhi Leonard instead and maybe tackle the Knicks or the Clippers, uh, one of those two teams. Now it looks like Kyrie has a better shot of going to the Nets. Now, Durant's big problem here is that he's injured. He is taking up meetings with the Warriors, the Clippers, the Knicks, and I believe the Nets are on his short list. Meetings will be held in New York, if that hints to anything at all. Um, so we'll kind of see what happens. I think the Warriors would love to have this guy back, but 
you know, what's the point if he's going to be injured for a season? A team like the Clippers, the Knicks, or the Nets, they're probably going to take a shot on that and just eat that first year of his contract. Look, are, are we still pretending that Derrick Rose is a superstar? I mean, honestly, yes, he's been through a lot. Yes, he's actually had a little bit of a renaissance. Um, but this past season, he played 36 minutes per game, about 23.7 points. He's actually looking pretty good again. Um, definitely his best season since he won the MVP award in 2011. The real uh, thought here is that he may end up going to the Pistons. I don't think the Timberwolves will take him back. Um, but I think the Pistons... You, you pair him up with a guy like Blake Griffin, who's a great role player. Um, he can be a great leader when he's not trying to hog the ball. Um, I, I think Rose is, is either going to go with Minnesota or he's going to go with Detroit. D'Angelo Russell. Man, this guy, uh, there's a lot of stories going around about him. The most recent one I heard is that the Timberwolves are uh, actually going to meet with Russell, um, I think, this week. They're talking about meeting with him. Now, D'Angelo could stay in Brooklyn, although he said if the, the Nets do end up signing Kyrie, he is out of there. Um, he could go to L.A. They have the money to bring this guy in, but honestly, he's probably much lower on their list. Minnesota would make a little bit more sense for him. You can pair him up with, uh, with all Minnesota's great players. Um, so really, D'Lo could go either way. Now, we're basing all of this off of one season. It's taken him a few years to get to this point where he actually seems like a bona fide all-star. But who knows how he's going to transition. You suddenly put him on a different team, a different system. Is D'Lo going to be that guy going forward? We're still not quite sure. Al Horford, he has been a rock for Boston the last few years. Honestly, you never hear anything about this guy, but his numbers are solid. He is taking up meetings, apparently, with the Pelicans. Um, and I think he'd be a great addition to this young team. He's helped Boston, helped uh, grow some of the players there. Now you put him in with a guy like Williamson. You put him in with uh, all those players they were able to get from the Lakers. And, you know, maybe you have a contending team here. Uh, I think Horford's an excellent choice if he does end up going to the Pelicans. He's definitely not staying in Boston at this point. But uh, a, a thing about it, starting five with Drew Holiday, Lonzo Ball, Brendan Ingram, Zion, and Horford. Yeah, okay, I'd watch that. Clay Thompson, it's all but official that Clay Thompson will be returning to the Warriors on a five-year, I think, $191 million contract. Um, and, and you know what, I'm happy to see that. He deserves to stay with the Warriors. They deserve to give him the money that he truly deserves for playing out there. I mean, this guy, his stats, if you compare him to Steph Curry, I mean, he's, he's, there's a reason he's one of the Splash Brothers. He's one of their big big three, big four, big five, however you want to look at it. But Clay Thompson needs to stay in Golden State, and Clay Thompson will stay in Golden State. Kawhi Leonard, could he leave Toronto, the team he just brought an NBA championship to? Which certainly would be interesting if he did. Um, I know he has a short list of teams, Toronto, uh, the Clippers, the Lakers. Of course, LeBron wants to pair him. You put him, Anthony Davis, and, uh, and LeBron on one team, you got a superstar team right there. And, and honestly, I would put the Lakers as your, one of your top contenders for a championship. Um, however... There's other factors. Um, apparently, there's talks that he wants to play with Durant. Uh, apparently, the Knicks are in the picture. Um, so he could end up going, and I think the Nets might be in the picture on this one, too. 
Um, I, I think, think honestly, honestly, the best shot, the best team, the best shot for a team to land him is without a doubt the Lakers. You know, why is Kawhi going to go to the, the Nets, the Knicks, or the Clippers when you can play with LeBron James and you can play with Anthony Davis? Um, however, you know, things get wonky sometimes in this league. Um, he may truly do really want to play with Durant, and if that's true, they're going to pick a squad that isn't any of the ones that I was just mentioning. For those of you that thought that Clint Capella was going to Boston, you are going to be disappointed. Um, there's definitely talks about him in a trade with the 76ers at this point. Rocks really, for some reason, want to get Jimmy Butler. Um, although, while we're talking about Jimmy Butler, apparently Butler's interested in maybe going to the Heat. I don't know how that would work either. Um, so... Capella's, it almost seems like Capella's is going to be linked to wherever Jimmy Butler ends up going. If he ends up going to Houston, there's a good chance that Capella can go to uh, Sixers. Um, if he ends up going somewhere else, like he, then he may end up staying with the Rockets, which I think for Houston would be just fine. And, of course, we got to talk about Kyrie Irving, uh, one of the best players on, in the field, on the you know, in the free agent field right now, and one of the least wanted players in the league after blowing up a team like Boston. It's going to be a hard sell for other teams. Apparently, the Nets are absolutely gaga for this guy. Um, so maybe he'll go to the Nets and, and say no to team up with Durant and, and or Kawhi or, or whoever he wants to team up with. Um, and, and, of course, you know, he's just watching the world burn while he goes through this whole process. I mean, he was at a charity event and wouldn't sign any... any uh, he wouldn't sign anything for a charity event. People wanted him to sign his autograph on some balls and whatnot, and he's just like, nah, I'm good. Whatever happened in Boston, man, it really tore you up inside, and I'm so sorry. But uh, please don't sign with the Knicks. Please. Pretty please. We don't need you. I mean, we do, but like... There's other places you can go. And with that, we're going to take another commercial break. I know, I know. We got to take these breaks, man. We got to. We just got to. When we return, and we will return, we're going to, of course, talk about our athlete of the week. He's a baseball player that I think you've all heard of. I've definitely mentioned him on the show today. So we'll chat more about him and more when we return. Then we'll wrap this little baby up in a cute little bow. Stick with us, friends. Sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. We will be back with two shakes of a lamb's tail. It's Schultz working it back in deep. Fresh from the bench, it's Crosby. Crosby on Kunitz and Schultz. Penguins win it. And they've got it in the final. Chris Kunitz with his second of the game. Fresh legs by Crosby. And a bunch of happy humans here in Pittsburgh. Hello friends, has this ever happened to you? You're walking down the street, you're super hungry and you go to reach for a licorice stick and ah, you don't have one. Well, now that's no longer a problem with the licorice machine. That's right, this nifty 40 pound backpack straps straight to your back with a tube that connects directly to your mouth. Anytime you're hungry, just suck that delicious licorice right out of the tube, you suck it right up in your mouth and you enjoy the spoils of that. Alright, that's a pretty bad advertisement. But you know what would work better here? Something of your own design. Do you have an ad? Something you're trying to sell? Maybe just a happy message to share with my fans? Well, this is your chance. 
email me, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to the show, fans. Uh, latest on LeBron James. I know it's weird. Last summer it was like, LeBron this, LeBron that, LeBron goes to the Lakers. Yeah, we know. We know. Uh, no, it's uh, actually a good thing. I think LeBron, uh, it was very nice of him to give up his number to Anthony Davis, who also wears the number 23. So LeBron's going to go back to wearing the number 6 for this upcoming season. AD can be number 23. And then when Kawhi joins the team, he can pick whatever letter he wants to be. I'm just kidding. We don't know that yet. Yeah, he's basically joining. Okay, our athlete of the week. Remember, athletes can come in all shapes and sizes, and that's why it's me. I'm the athlete of the week. No, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, No, in fact, our athlete of the week is Freddie Freeman from the Atlanta Braves. I already mentioned this guy. Congratulations on your all-star selection, Freddie. Congratulations on your free beer. (laughs) Uh, the other day, Freddie Freeman uh, was diving for a ball into the stands. Fans spilled beer on him, and Freddie just up and licked it right off his arm. It's good for you, Freddie. You enjoy that warm beer on your arm. Bet that was salty, wasn't it? Freddie Freeman, congrats on being our athlete of the week. We do have a trophy for you. Um, oh, right here. You want the Whitey Ford trophy? You can have it. Whitey Ford trophy. Here you go. Um, all you got to do is email us, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. And you know what? For all you fans out there, you can email us too. Remember, if you have something you want me to talk about on the show, email us, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks as usual Special thanks as usual to my wife, Johanna Drago. She is the content editor, set designer, logo designer for this podcast, and she's my wife. And she's also the mother to this adorable dog down here. She's actually hiding from me now for some reason. Are you scared? Are you a scared little puppy? Hello. Come here. Come here. You want to see the fans? Come on. Come on. Come up here. No, now you're just going under the desk. You're crazy, girl. You're crazy. Sorry, for those non-dog lovers out there. You should become dog lovers. Anywho, special thanks as usual to Johanna Albert. Um, the music for the show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Um, who else? Oh, our usual social media warriors, Lois Butler, Joe Calabro, Mary Kay Albert, Jorge Pajares. Uh, the young gun, Jamie Grum, declined to be on the show this week, but uh, maybe we'll get him back on soon because we need somebody to fill the void with no football, basketball, or hockey to talk about so yay baseball and um i think that's it listen if you like what you heard go to youtube twitter soundcloud or the facebook we're also on stitcher iHeartRadio, google we're on apple apps what, what is it called the app store no, no no not the app store that would be awesome we should have our own app <gasps> no we're actually in the podcast apple podcasts that's it stitcher iHeartRadio, apple podcasts google play all of those podcasting apps we might even be on spotify i, I don't you might have to double check me on that one but uh, either way, you can join us on any one of those media programs along with YouTube. Just go to your search bar 
and type in sports, sports, sports with Nick Drago. Look for our star. It's going to say sports, sports, sports. It's a blue logo. It's very pretty. Um, and then hit that subscribe button, baby, and listen to a few podcasts. Uh, with that, uh, I will tell you to email, tweet, YouTube, Twitter, what am I trying to say? Like, comment, share, email, and Twitter at us. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Because we love having new fans and we love to interact with them too. So feel free to leave us some comments, questions, and maybe some concerns for my well-being. I apologize. I uh, left the door open out there so you can see a little bit of my apartment and um, probably going to get attacked by a crazy stalker who's watching this show. Alrighty, friends, with that, you shoot me an email, sports2xpodcast at gmail.com. I'm exhausted. Um, I got to make a red-eye flight over to London. I'm throwing out the first pitch at 1 a.m. tomorrow. Or what time would it be there? You know what? It doesn't matter. Oh, no, it's 1 a.m. No, it's at 10 a.m. I could watch baseball in my pajamas. Well, I'll be throwing out the first pitch, so it doesn't matter. Okay, everybody, I'm going to shut up now. Thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful Saturday thunderstormy afternoon. See you all next week.